Today is Taylor Swift's 30th birthday. You know, I was thinking about getting one of those calendars that have the obscure national holidays in this because it's also National Violin Day, but I found a website at nationaltoday.com that publishes fun holidays and special moments on the cultural calendar, and Taylor Swift's birthday was on the calendar for today, above National Violin Day. Today, by the way, is Friday, December 13th, and you know what? I have no beef with Tay-Tay's birthday making the list of holidays. She's a national treasure. Hi and hello. You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. I won't try to sell you an e-course and this isn't a TED talk. Think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams and today by the way is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I know you have a lot on your to-do list, so thank you for letting me come alongside you as you get stuff done. I am so glad you're here. I do want to say that while it's Taylor Swift's birthday, you should also know that it's Dick Van Dyke's birthday and Christopher Plummer, i.e. Captain Von Trapp's birthday too. I had to Google both of them to make sure they were both alive, and I'm happy to report that they are, very much so. So happy birthday to them too. I'm sorry your birthday didn't make the national holiday calendar like tea swizzles, you guys. Speaking of Taylor Swift, she dropped a new holiday single one week ago called Christmas Tree Farm. There's a music video, note for the audio, I just did air quotes, but there's a music video that shows tiny Taylor home videos. Do home movies actually count as legit music videos? Seems more like something the tech-savvy kid in a family did in iMovie as a gift to their mom. But, but hear me out. The song is jolly adorable, and honestly, I cannot imagine a situation in which you will ever hear me speak ill of anything Taylor Swift does. In fact, one's opinion of Taylor Swift is a barometer to me when I am sussing out the potential of a friendship with someone. It's like, it's like this. It's a red flag to me when someone makes a statement that they do not like cheese. Listen, it's different if they have a cheese or dairy allergy, but if someone straight up says, I don't like cheese, I suddenly have so many questions. Side note, I also have a cheese allergy. I'm allergic to mold ripened cheeses, but I eat it anyway because it's delicious. And the fact that I have trouble breathing for 30 minutes after I eat it is worth it to me because cheese is just that good. So anyway, if you were to say to me, Indiana, I don't like cheese. I will stare at you like you are an alien. I will have 100 questions. There are so many kinds of cheese. Cheese comes in all kinds of forms. What do you mean that you don't like cheese? Like cheese on a pizza or the sprinkle cheese that they grind out for you at the table at Olive Garden? Queso, you you eschew all of these? Please explain yourself. Taylor Swift is like that for me. My cousin April and I were talking about our mutual admiration for Taylor Swift a couple years ago after the Reputation Tour was announced. And my sister-in-law just casually remarked, I don't like Taylor Swift. I swear a record scratch sound echoed out over the entire apple orchard that we were at. I have not been able to look at my sister-in-law in in the same way since. I mean, obviously I love her and I get being indifferent about the celebrity that is Taylor Swift or not caring for her country music if you prefer pop or her pop music if you prefer country, but to just outright claim that you do not like Taylor Swift, explain yourself. Okay. Back to the single. While I love it, it's no Mariah Carey's All's I Want for Christmas is You. Am I right? 
That song is very close to replacing Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree in my heart as my number one non-Jesus-based Christmas song. I don't even know if Christmas Tree Farm would crack the top 10 on that list. So I had to think about it. I had to I had to think about my top 10 favorite secular Christmas songs, and here's what they are. Number one, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Number two, Mariah Carey's All's I Want for Christmas is You. That might swap next year. I don't know. Number three, The Christmas Song. It's, I mean, that's what it's called, but it's The Chestnuts Roasting, that song. Okay, number four, White Christmas, only the Bing Crosby version. Number five, Last Christmas. I'll take the Wham version, but I'll also take the Jimmy Eat World version. They're both pretty good. Okay, number six, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Judy Garland. I mean, a perennial classic. Number seven, Merry Christmas Baby, only the Otis Redding version. Do not give me the Bruce Springsteen one. Number eight, Jingle Bell Rock, probably even more so after Mean Girls, honestly. Number nine, What Christmas Means to Me by Stevie Wonder. And number 10, obviously, it's Funky Funky Christmas by the New Kids on the Block. I have given you the greatest gift that an internet friend can give you. On my show notes at todaybytheway.com slash episodes, I have linked this glorious video. I have linked their performance of Funky Funky Christmas on Arsenio Hall from 1989, the year that Taylor Swift was born. Maybe, maybe that was even on the actual same day. Full circle, full circle here in this commentary, and I could not have planned this better myself. Okay, ask me next year if Christmas Tree Farm has knocked Funky Funky Christmas off the list, but honestly, at this point, it's been 30 years. I doubt it will prevail. I love you guys so much, and this week, even though this show is only in week two, something happened that I hope keeps happening. You informed the show. You inspired a segment. Remember, this is our show, not my show. On Monday on Instagram, Rachel Hicks and Becky Joy Yahoo said that while the honey extension is great, that Rakuten, or Rakuten, yeah, that's how you say it, Rakuten, is actually where it's at. Remember, the Honey Browser extension combs promo codes for you and applies the best one while shopping online, but Rakuten does the same thing and gives you a percentage payout, like cash. Well, I mean, you know, like in your PayPal, so kind of cash. Maybe you've heard of it when it was called Ebates, but now it the parent company is, that's the name it go, goes by. So Rakuten. I had to watch a YouTube video to make sure I was saying it right. It's R-A-K-U-T-E-N, and it's actually Japanese for optimism. Anyway, I immediately took Rachel and Becky's advice, and I added that browser extension, and I took a look around. Here's how it works. You sign up for a Rakuten account using your email address, your Google account, or your Facebook account. And it is not a scam, I promise. Cashback sites work with affiliate networks that represent online retailers. The cashback site receives a negotiated percentage of the purchase price for referring new consumers. That's us. Some of that cut goes to the shopper, us, and the site keeps the rest. On a similar scale, influencers use affiliate links. I use affiliate links. That just means that if you shop using my link or someone's like to know it link, that's an affiliate, that that person gets a percentage from the brand for referring you. So Rakuten gives you that same power without you having to be an Instagram model. And you get the money on your own purchases instead of referring customers to them. I checked and here's some stores where you can earn 1% back. 
Target, Madewell, Anthropology. You may have heard of those. But sometimes there's bigger incentives. Right now, Gap, which incidentally, everything is 40% off at Gap online today. Gap is offering a 6% cashback if you shop through their link on Rakuten. Rakuten will pay out cash every three months as long as your balance is at least $5. And you can choose to be paid via check or PayPal. So here's my master plan. I plan to keep using Honey to find the best promo code and then go back and log into Rakuten to finish the actual transaction and manually put in that discount code so I get that plus the money back from Rakuten. I cannot wait to share with you in a year from now how much money I got back. Do you think that it will be a million dollars? I was so glad to share Able with you last week in my sponsor segment. Able is a brand that I love. It's an ethical fashion brand that employs and empowers women all over the world as a solution to end poverty. They're based in Nashville and are deeply devoted to quality, both in the products they make and the quality of life they aim to provide. They invest in, train, and educate women so they can earn a living, break the cycle of poverty, and thrive. I spoke with my friend Marissa there and she'd love to give Today By The Way friends 25% off with code TBTW25. The last day to shop to guarantee Christmas arrival is the 18th, so this code will work up until then. And I've added a new section to the website called Loves. Just click on that and I'll have the active promo codes and referral links listed there for you. Here's something really cool and relevant. When Taylor Swift announced the release of her new single, Christmas Tree Farm, a fan on Tumblr complimented her hoop earrings. She wrote back, thanks, they're able, my Minka Kelly, and they support a really good cause. Not an ad, I just love these hoops, okay? And maybe you don't know this, but this here, this is not a paid ad. I also love this company and I wanna spread the word about it. So if you have Christmas shopping left to do, might I suggest the hoops that Taylor wears? They're $48, handmade in-house in Nashville by women who have overcome hard circumstances, and you get 25% off with promo code TBTW25, taking them down to $36. I've linked them in my show notes. Visit livefashionable.com to see what else they have to offer and to shop thoughtfully. I want to know how this week's Today By The Way challenge went for you. Did you try a new recipe? Like last week, I have not yet completed my challenge, but I have all the ingredients ready to go for my friend Ashley's recipe of strawberry scones. I plan to make them tonight after dinner. If you want to show us how you took on this week's challenge, hashtag that photo or story with TBTW challenge so we can celebrate your victory. For our final segment today, I am introducing a new bit called Follow Friday. On Twitter and Instagram on Fridays, you'll sometimes see people using this hashtag to recommend other people that they think you should be following. I got the sweetest email from Taylor on Monday who said she misses hearing me interact with others. Girl, I hear ya. I miss interacting with others. So I thought that on Fridays, I could have a friend drop in to play a little game with me like radio morning show style. Last Friday, I told you to hit that collaborate button on the website if you'd like to come play a game with me on today, by the way. And I got so many messages, so I cannot wait to do this more often. But for the first one, I wanted to guinea pig this with a friend just in case there were technical issues. 
I actually reached out to my friend Ashley Adams, no relation, before today, by the way, officially launched to see if she'd be the bravest and go first. She's the very same Ashley who posted that delicious and beautiful looking scone recipe. Ashley and I met on the set of Friday Night Lights, speaking of Minka Kelly, which feels like a lifetime ago, and we were both Panther cheerleaders, pretty much the weirdest two years of my life, but some really deep and rich friendships came out of that situation. After setting those pom-poms down, she moved to LA, and I'm now in Atlanta, so we haven't seen each other in a while. Ashley has a lifestyle blog where she does the cutest DIYs and practical and pretty recipes at Dreams Crumb True, and she's the co-host of the YouTube channel Feast of Fiction, where she and her co-host Jimmy create fictional recipes from books, movies, comics, and video games. The channel is eight years old, and they put out new content every week, and it has over a million subscribers. Her Minecraft cake has over 15 million views. I cannot even wrap my head around that. I looked at states by population, and that's like if literally every single person in Georgia and South Carolina watched that video, that would be about 15 million people. Dang. So in addition to all this, her first cookbook, The Feast of Fiction Kitchen, will drop this April and is available for pre-order online. Whew. And if that is not enough, she's married to like a literal actual model. And she's the mom to the cutest kiddo, Sawyer, who's about to be two. I am so excited she agreed to do this segment with me. Welcome to Today By The Way, Ashley. Oh, thank you so much for agreeing to be my very first Follow Friday. Honestly, you were one of the very first people that I followed on Instagram when I got it back in... Gosh, it was right after Jude was born, so in 2011. I haven't seen you in person in years, but I love that social media has allowed me to keep up with you. Oh my gosh, that is so, 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 so sweet. Thank you so much, by the way. I think that's amazing because you're like one of the OG bloggers that I ever knew of when we lived back in Austin. And like what you were doing on the online scene was like blowing my mind, like way back when I always wished that I could like do that kind of stuff. So to say I was one of the first people you followed on Instagram is hilarious because I always was like so proud of you for what you were doing and like killing it online. Like years and years and years before Instagram ever even existed. I love you so much. I oh, I was thinking about all the things we have in common. Like, so we're both half Asian. We have the same last name and we're not related. We're both married to ridiculously good looking white guys. Oh my gosh, for sure. And we have something else in common. What? We both love the 80s and 90s. Well, we have a lot more in common than that. We have kids with cute names. Mm -hmm. We also love a good pair of overalls. Yes, pickles. I think we're both fans. Pickles. pickles. Yeah, so we do have a lot in common. But you're right. Like, the 80s and 90s will always be true to our hearts. Okay, no one knows more about fictional food and classic 80 movies than you do. So I thought it would be fun if we played some 80s movie trivia together. Oh. Okay, here's how it's going to work. I am going to give you a terrible plot synopsis of a well-known 80s movie, and we will see how many we can get in two minutes. Which means I have to read the questions really fast and you have to answer oh, really fast. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Oh my gosh. Yes, that sounds so fun. I'm going to set a timer. Okay. And it's going. And so I should go. A toon hating detective is an animated rabbit's only hope to prove his innocence after he's falsely accused of murder. Roger Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? A high school student plays hooky and goes to hang out in Chicago, which makes his sister go crazy. Oh, oh, Ferris Bueller. Mm -hmm. 
An alien comes to Earth and becomes friends with a boy while trying to contact his own planet. Oh, E.T. A cynical NYPD officer tries to save his estranged wife and her colleagues from terrorists who drop in on their office Christmas party. Oh, uh, die hard. A boy goes back in time and tries to change his future when his mom almost falls in love with him. A back to the future. A retired detective is on a mission to apprehend a bunch of fugitives. Um, Blade Runner. A man's journey from being a soft batch nobody uh, has to defend the world and face his evil dad. Star Wars. A man stumbles upon a Nazi plot to use the supernatural Ark of the Covenant to form an immortal army and take over the world. Writers of the Lost Ark. A group of everyday high school kids are locked up in detention together and use the situation to explore the psychology of teenagers, both popular and socially ostracized. Oh, Breakfast Club! A bunch of kids venture to find a lost treasure and cross paths with a criminal family. The Goonies! Young geniuses develop a high-powered laser for a university project that their professor intends to turn into a military weapon. Real geniuses? A girl's sweet 16 birthday becomes anything but special as she suffers from every embarrassment possible. 16 candles. <laughs> Two high school nerds attempt to create the perfect woman, but she turns out to be much more than that. Oh, weird science. A poor girl must choose between the affections of her doting childhood sweetheart and the rich but sensitive playboy. Aww, some kind of wonderful. A girl falls in love with a dance instructor at a summer resort and breaks out of her shell. Dirty dancing. A grandpa reads a lovely story to his sick grandson who thinks it'll be boring, but he ends up liking it. Aww, the princess bride. Two dumb teenagers somehow get access to a time machine. Oh, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Yes, yes. Last one, last one. A seemingly indestructible human-like cyborg is sent to 2029 to 1984 to assassinate a waitress. The Terminator. Oh, my gosh. That's it. That was incredible. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that was a really good quiz. Thanks for making that so we could take <sighs> it. Yeah, I got sweaty reading it to you, but you did it. You did it. What? What is your favorite 80s movie? Well, my number, this is kind of a like complicated question because I love so many. So my number one favorite 80s movie of all time is Girls Just Want to Have Fun, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. old school SJP. But tied yes. for second would be Lost Boys Adventures in Babysitting and Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> well, Ashley, you are a friend that I love to follow. So can you let my friends listening to know Aww. where they can find you online? Thank you so much. So the best place is at Ashrochelle on Instagram. And I do have a blog online. It's dreamscrumtrue.com. We also have our YouTube channel, which is uh, Feast of Fiction. And you can find us there. So Instagram, my blog, or YouTube. Or Amazon, where we can pre-order your book. Oh, my gosh. Or Amazon. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think of that. But, yeah, the book, too. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Well, friend, Texas forever. Texas forever. All right, friend, that's it for today. We went a teeny bit over. I hope you don't mind. We discussed the merits. Well, there are only merits of Taylor Swift. I shared my favorite secular Christmas tunes. Please tell me yours. We talked about how Rakuten works and gives you money back for shopping. I was able to share more about one of my favorite brands, Abel, and my friend Ashley came on and played 80s movie trivia with me. Before we go, I want to congratulate Mackenzie Dugan. Last week, anyone who created a noonday collection wish list or placed an order with me was eligible to win their rustic leather wallet, and Mackenzie was the winner. Congrats, girl. As always, well, as always so far, there are links galore in the full show notes, which you can find online at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. The website got a makeover, so head over there and tell her how pretty she looks. You can find me on Instagram at Indiana Adams. Keep those reviews coming. Truly, they encourage me so much. And keep sharing about the show and keep being awesome. You are amazing. Thank you for listening. Today is a new day. And friend, I am cheering you on.